Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Yeah! Yeah! See, Andy gets me. Andy gets me. I just uh. shared the photo with Andy. Good morning, everybody. How you feeling today, AK? Feeling great. I, I'm also feeling inspired by yes. this photo you just sent. We'll get into that in just one because second. you haven't Beautiful. received it four other times. <laughs> well... <laughs> I, you should know by now, Emily, that I'm going to keep sending it until I get the credit that I feel like I deserve. I gave you a like. <laughs> yeah, that's not enough. I need, I need a little bit more than that. As somebody who engages in the activity that Travis will eventually yes. explain himself, I, I am impressed. Thank you. And I admire it. That's it. See, and that's frankly, all I need. I, frankly, I was. I wish I was there. <laughs> I, we, well, there's. You should have sent it to Andy. <laughs> I, I, I should have said. See, Emily's off the list, and you Andy's know your audience. In exactly. Emily's defense, know your audience. <laughs> no, she sends me pictures of her things, yes. and I'm always very oh. enthusiastic about them. Oh, well, and I then, gave you a like. Yeah, it's not enough. Love it's not enough. Roars oh, to you, okay. Roars. You left out the like. There's a lot you left out. <laughs> I got a, a little crappy thumbs up next to it. It's not nearly the credit that I deserve. <laughs> buenos dias, Jorge. Hey, buenos dias. You still on one? Is two? We, we good? What do you mean? Your children. Oh, I'm still on okay, one. Okay, still on one. But you know what? Let, let me say. I'm going to ask you every day because yeah. apparently it's imminent. Yeah, I mean, I, I, <laughs> I, I don't know when he's coming. You know, that's all I can say. But I want to say thank you to Alex. I forgot to mention. Yesterday. Oh yeah, Alex gave me a uh, newborn Dodgers jersey with the Mookie man in the back. Yeah, Mookie it's pretty sweet. Jersey. It's pretty cool. Thank you, Alex, from downstairs security guard. Very, very cool. Uh, so you could be any day now. This is exciting for you. Yeah, it's uh, time is ticking. As we like okay, so say. Cody's not here today. Cody has been training on the board. Cody's been learning right. the uh, the gig. Uh, buenos dias to you, Cody, if you're buenos listening uh, at home. Is he ready? Is Cody ready to step in yeah, when the he time says, comes? He, he says, hey, man, I, I'm like, hey, man, you're going to take over. He's like, yeah, if the baby comes today, right now, then I, I'm good to go. So okay, I feel, good. I feel He's confident. so much fancier than us with his tea and crumpets oh, and his sure. watches and everything. He's going to bring so much more sophistication to the show. Did, did he show you the watch that he refurbished yesterday, Andy? No. So we were doing our rabbit hole segment yesterday, which is where we talk about the little yes. internet things that we go down and, and get you know preoccupied with. Apparently, Cody decided he was going to become right. a watchsmith and restore all of these vintage watches. He showed me one that he bought at the uh, Pasadena Flea Market that for 15 bucks, it looked like it came out of a jewelry store. Wow. Yeah. It was perfect. I, I'm like, wait. about like four hours of work to put it in. Yes. Yeah. It was does amazing. He, does he have like a craft now? Well, apparently, or maybe like even a trade. A, a trade. I was going to say, this feels like more of a trade that he's learned that he's taught himself like, through YouTube. Daniel Day-Lewis famously like gets super, super methody about every role that he does. And he does like incredible amounts of research. He became Abraham Lincoln. Right, became like became Abraham. Does he Lincoln. do that thing where you have to address him by the his character's name when he's not on, even on set? Yeah, I believe maybe not on set, <laughs> okay. but, I, but certainly on set in between takes, you have to sort of act like he is Abraham Lincoln, Mr. For example, President, or whatever. You know, for Last of the Mohicans, he learned how to like trap and skin animals, things like that. But I don't remember which role it was. But he apparently learned cobbling skills. How to make for, shoes? Phantom yeah. Thread? Maybe, maybe Phantom Thread. It, 
but whichever role Phantom Thread involved him, he was this very persnickety uh, clothing designer. Okay. But whichever role it was for like cobbling, he apparently was an incredible cobbler. <laughs> like he could have gone. We need more cobblers. We are, our cobblers are dying out. Yes. Have any of you ever had shoes cobbled? I no. Have. <laughs> have you? Yeah, so I, I've had some expensive shoes given to me in my day, and I'd rather than get new versions of them, I get them cobbled. Do you get, like, new soles put on them? Or how, yeah, like... so basically these got resold. Okay. Um, they were, like, these, like, sandals that I got that were very nice, and they were expensive, and they were a gift to me, and so I got them cobbled, and it's, like, 10 bucks. It's very cheap to get your things cobbled. Yeah. That's it? It, sometimes. How sometimes does the cobbler more. make a living if he's turning around new souls well, for just 10 bucks? that's why we don't bucks. have as many cobblers as we used to have. <laughs> it's a cash-only business. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he's really making like 15 when you figure in the, the economics of the whole Very thing. Very loose tax uh, forms. Do you know how to skin and or trap animals? <laughs> oh, my God. No. <laughs> that sounds awful. Yeah. Like, look, I, I, I like my meat as much as the next guy, but that's like, I just want it to be at Albertsons. <laughs> I don't need to know, like, how it got to Albertsons is not my problem. I just need to know that it's wrapped up nice and looks good. That's, that's, the, I just need the end of the funnel experience. I mean, I've, I've gone, I've gone the last couple summers with a group of school friend families up to Big Sur camping. I can't even put the tent up myself. <laughs> like, I can't go out and skin you animals. sleep on the dirt? You just give up? <laughs> I, I had help. <laughs> One of the other campers helped me. M? By the way, Trav, uh, so you've rubbed off me a little bit, is uh, I've been really into grocery store sushi. Oh, let's recently. go. I get them from Sprouts a lot. Okay. And I usually get these like two like rolls, and they're five bucks each, ten bucks. Ooh, that's a good deal. Fantastic sushi, and I'm full, and it's great. I don't feel disgusting afterwards. So I want to compliment you for putting me on to grocery it is one of the great little hacks for a quick lunch that is satisfying and not a bad choice. And it and not only does it taste good and all those things, when you're done, you neither feel like you want to eat more or that you feel like you ate something that's terrible and you want to curl up into a ball and sleep. It's it's that perfect little middle ground. Beto sent me his pictures from the grocery store sushi aisle yesterday. I'm glad that I am uh, your grocery store sushi Sherpa. I'm I'm very happy you with know, this. I I make sushi at home. Stop. I do. Really? Yeah. Um. I you know I've got a rice maker that has a setting for that kind of sushi sticky rice. Uh -huh. You know you go out and you get the the seaweed squares. Yep. Whatever you want to put in it. And I did a ton of research before I first started doing this. Got like a you know I've got one of those bamboo rollers. I I've got the bazooka if you want to make it that way. I I well, I don't know the bazooka. When you basically. Uh, it's like a cylinder type thing that you Oh, put, to make instead of the bamboo roller? Right. And okay. You basically you get a hand roll. Yeah, you like shoot it out almost. It's, it's, like, <laughs> oh, it's almost okay. like um like a plunger. Oh, <laughs> let's find another way to I'm, describe I'm it. I'm describing this like a plunger in a in a syringe. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, that's I'm describing better. this awful. <laughs> I'm doing a terrible job. But one of the things though, when I first started making sushi, I was like trying to figure out the whole sushi grade seafood thing yes like because i'm like i don't want to make myself sick i don't want to make my family sick yes through the research that i learned i cannot say a hundred percent that i'm accurate but i did a lot of research on it apparently the whole sushi grade thing is bs like it apparently it's like does some not... organic stuff you know where that's a little bit bs sometimes what i what i've learned and again i cannot say with a hundred percent certainty that this is accurate so if you do this yourself and get sick don't at me <laughs> <laughs> I gave you my disclaimer. But apparently what, what's really important is if you're going to do this yourself and you know that like, you're not like some sushi restaurant that can get everything basically just ocean to table right. really quick, whatever, 
Have it be frozen first. Oh, okay. Previously One, frozen. Previously I frozen, like ahi, you know, albacore, salmon, whatever is perfect, because that will likely kill any of the bacteria that you are concerned about with eating sushi in the first place. Okay, so I don't know if I've just gotten remarkably lucky or what you're saying is true because I, I've never made sushi. I, I would love to learn how to do that. That looks like a lot of fun it and is. it looks soothing and all of it those is, things. It. And it looks also looks very difficult. It's so to, to be able to learn a new craft would yeah. be good. I But I have made like tuna poke, things like this, right? Mm-hmm. Where you're using raw yep. materials. I just buy it at Costco. Yes. <laughs> like, I didn't know that there was a particular... I've heard sushi... I thought it was like one of these, like a, a terminology, like it's prime or... You, and I know that there are grades for well, beef okay. and everything else, but I didn't know that I was an actual thing. I'm just buying off the Look, rack and I've never gotten sick. I can't speak to whether or not <laughs> the taste of sushi grade ahi, however it's labeled, would be better than what I got at Ralph's. Okay. I'm just talking in terms of pure safety. Yeah. Like your ability no, no, to... I get it live another day if you are a sushi chef out there 877-710-ESPN 877-710-3776 and give us a little pointer so Um, we're starting today oh go ahead i was gonna say yeah do you make just like do you do any like imitation crab or is it just kind of like i don't love the taste of imitation crab either i i love it do you really it's typically what i get is like the crab mix like a california roll kind of yeah yeah i love california have you seen how they made that stuff i i'm assuming it comes out of a can no, I went down the rabbit hole, and trust me, you'll never eat that stuff okay, again. Okay, don't tell me then. <laughs> I love it. Don't tell me. It's um, a block. It looks like cement. Ugh. Like tofu? I'll send you guys the okay. link. And by the way, a, a so I'm not someone who would easily get swayed to be a vegan or vegetarian. I love meat. I understand where it comes from. I understand the process. I just, I like it, and it fulfills me. Either way. I got this close to considering something because of a, a show, a movie that I watched last night. It's a short film. It's two nights ago. Okay. Uh, called Wild Summon, and they anthropomorphize salmon and do the entire salmon's journey out and back. And I was like, and I was just like, that makes me really consider uh, things. And so I'm someone again. How I've, so? So. It just it makes it seem like it's a human's journey to do all these things, and uh, yeah, it's it's like the way little kids, if they see like a cartoon salmon, would, yeah. wouldn't want to eat salmon. Or Pinchy from The Simpsons. Yeah, but you see the way that these things will like get. I I know why this like organization made this stuff. But it was a very compelling short film, and it got me thinking at least. It's the same reason that I if one of those commercials for like you know sarah mclaughlin with the dog oh, those, by the way immediately turn the channel because there i'm reaching for my wallet 30 seconds into I, that commercial i, I gotta get out of there I I, of course those commercials they're terrible they're terrible because they're incredibly effective <laughs> they, that dog shivering under the table in the in the cold and oh, the rain i want to adopt like them all i i kind of don't but that makes me feel terrible for the dogs oh it's the worst it's bad so and i made a big bowl of so- chipino last night Andy. yes I'm very pleased. Emily doesn't care. Jorge seems disinterested. So I'll just talk to you about this. The toast look good. The, the to- <laughs> Your toast did look good. I, <laughs> you guys are the worst. <laughs> the, the toast was not the hard part. The hard part was the rest of it. The toast was the easy part. But the toast is kind of the chef's kiss. The, of course, it, the toast is important, but the preparation of the toast is actually fairly I, mundane. I'm serious, Travis. Like Because your table itself- Should, should I looks, post it? You should, oh my God. Okay. I'll post it. If I learned something from you is the bread 
is important. It matters. It does. So, it, I, I'm not saying it's not important, but that to a, a very delicate broth with clams, mussels, scallops, salmon, uh, some some fresh fennel, Andy, that's thinly sliced, yeah. a little Ooh. shallot. It, it took a some white wine in the broth. It was a very very delicate meal that I made. Toast looks good is not what I was looking for. I gave you a thumbs up and I said you do like seafood. I, mean, I do. This look honestly, if you had told me that you and Susan were out last night at a restaurant and this is the photo that you took from the restaurant, like you know, doing the Instagram show off your yes. food thing. Yes. I would have absolutely believed it. All right. Because like the table the table itself looks nice, the flowers, the placemat. The wine is poured. I, I, I will I will give Susan Toast. credit for the, the the setting of the table and the the framing of the stuff. I prepared the food and put it in the bowl. She put the the bottle of wine and the glass and the flower. She did all of that. Can I ask you something to be honest with me? How Okay, when you're about to take the picture, yes. do you look at the frame, you're like, Oh, hold on, let me fix this this way, let me fix this that way. Susan does. Okay, because yes. uh, when I'm going to send you a picture, Brenda's like, just take a picture. I'm like, no, no, hold on. Uh, and I and I arrange yes. so it looks nice, and then yes. I can send it over. Like, look, I, I make, I do the basic minimum. Like, I was going to take a picture, and there was like a, 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 not to be too gross about it, I have a big blister on my heel from all my walking, so I'm constantly having to tape over it. And a piece of the tape that I had ripped off was in the shot, and I'm like, I'll move that out of the way. <laughs> like, you, you don't need to see the piece of tape from the bottom of my foot. So I, I, I at least go that far, but beyond that, the rest of the uh, the framing is It looks is great, Susan. Travis. Thank you, Emily. You have any leftover? Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, well, so we ate all the, the fish and the scallops and the shellfish out of it because that doesn't keep super great in there, but there's a lot of the broth left, so you just have to throw more fresh fish and shellfish in it. You can heat it up again. And when you soak bang. up the toast and that stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, bro. Bread was good. <laughs> it was good. All right, I will post that coming up in just a little bit. And Lakers back at it tomorrow night, Andy. The second part of their season is heating up, and even though they've gotten a little hot, they're still in a very precarious position in the Western Conference. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Travis, what is this post? I just posted the picture that I took last night that I sent to Andy, who gave me the proper respect on it. You didn't post a picture. Yes, I did. You posted a reel. I put it on Instagram. <laughs> um, look, it's a picture. It's it's right there. It's a picture, but there's a, it's a video. Oh, how did I do that? I have no idea because this has never happened to me. I've never posted a real. I tagged you in it. I understand. I got a notification that you tagged me in it, but you tagged me in it in the caption, which you could do in the video if you post or the photo if you did it in a photo. 
I thought I did do it in a photo. I don't. I, do you honestly think that I made a conscious decision to post it as a video? I don't understand how you posted it as a reel, though. I don't know either. This is so confounding to me. Well, it's easy to believe. So how are you tr- supposed to post it? I don't know. This is a post. I hit the post little plus thing reel. on Instagram at yeah. the bottom, and it took the picture, and I hit post, and then I said, do you want to write something? I typed something in. That's it. There you go. So that's it. Easy to follow, it's right? A, it's a reel. It's not a, it's What's not a, a picture. I don't... It, it's not doing anything. You posted a video. It's not moving. It uh, it's not moving, but it it it'll show up. So it should have been a story or what? It says but okay, let me ask top. you this: If you're following me on Instagram, will you see it? Yes. Okay, that's, all uh, that's the whole point exactly. <laughs> yeah. right, then I'm good. Oh my god. <laughs> then I'm good. As long as as long as it's out there and it, Get it's Chris what in it, here because he'll be mad about you with your social media things. Because again, thank you for posting it, but it is a video mad. and not a well, I mean, photo. it's it's okay. What's I mean, who cares? I care. <laughs> it's up. Uh, look, it looks good, it looks, right, Andy? It, it thank looks you. great to me. Thank you. That's all I wanted to make sure that uh, it's out there and it's. Did it Andy, ask you to put like a song on it or something? It did do that. Why did it do that? Because it's, it's a real. real. <laughs> Because it's a video. Oh. Well, now I know. See, this is, this is you know, every day, Andy, when you get out of bed, it's, by the time you go back to bed that night, if you learned one new thing, it's a pretty good day. I just learned that if- photo should not be asked for music. If the music pops up, it means you're doing a reel. Now, music, I don't know what that means. Music decisions. to pair with Chapino. <laughs> decisions, decisions. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. It feels like something Italian, maybe an opera. No, you should do like. <laughs> I was gonna say you should do like something from ACDC or something. <laughs> no, no, that doesn't feel right. I want something like an aria. What music pairs with? I so like this. okay, here's a rabbit hole that I've been on before. There are a there are sometimes these older people on TikTok that'll just post a photo of themselves and then do like weird stuff between and like some music doesn't matter and it gets a billion likes because people are like haha old person you don't know what you're doing maybe i'm onto something maybe i'm just that far ahead of the game that i'm i'm starting a new trend it could be that for sure uh lakers open the second part of their season tomorrow against golden state the lakers are in ninth place in the western conference despite the fact that they've played pretty well of late right they've won six of their last seven they've won uh what is it four in a row four Uh, in a row right three three in a row three and three in a row i think it is but for the first time since early december it's like okay they're on to something they they look like the team that maybe i think a lot of people anticipated that they were they look like the team that i think they were hoping that they would be anthony davis continues to not just play but play at an mvp level lebron james has been good and then the supporting cast, they, they seem to finally have found their way into some semblance of some rotations that not only make sense to you and me, Andy, but seem to make some sense to the players. Too little, too late, because you look at what's coming up. They're in ninth place. I know that they're not super far behind, but the Western Conference has a lot of really good teams in it. They have won a lot. Even with all the drama that surrounded the Lakers the last few weeks leading up to the All-Star break, they've actually won far more than they've lost. Mm -hmm. And they have not moved one iota in the standings because the rest of the West is not cooperating. (laughs) Um, I went to Tankathon, you know, that site that people use if their team is going to be in the lottery and you try to figure out your odds for number one pick, number two, whatever. Uh, Their strength of schedule ratings, according to Tankathon, the Lakers have the 10th hardest Mm. Remaining strength of schedule. Uh, Phoenix, for what it's worth, hardest overall strength of schedule. Okay. And then as far as the other teams kind of bunched around the Lakers, 
the Kings, who the Lakers are chasing right now, they have two games remaining um, against the Kings. They're two games behind the Kings, so those games really matter. The Kings are eighth as far as toughest strength of schedule. The Pelicans are just behind the Lakers at 12. Then Dallas 21st, Golden State 25th. So those two teams have what is considered a much easier remaining strength of sketch. And, and it's so weird because even when they were playing bad, they were kind of right where they are. Now that they're playing good, they're kind of right where they are. There doesn't seem to be a ton of discrepancy between the best version of the Lakers and the best version of the Lakers as far as where they fall into the standings. And we talked about the trade deadline and are they going to do this? Are they going to do that? They didn't do much. They get Spencer Dinwiddie in a buyout market. You talk about, are they going to get here or there? Can they win a series? Is LeBron going to be able to do this? Is he going to be able to do that? Is Anthony Davis going to stay healthy? All of this stuff is just theoretical in my estimation because until they're into a four-game series against somebody, it, the only thing that matters is the the somebody. Who is it? It, it? Assuming they can even get to a seven-game series, which is far from a slam dunk right now because if this thing started today, they are the ninth-seeded team. They got to win two in a row, which up until very recently has proven to be a challenge for them. Yeah, this is going to be, I think, a really really unpredictable Western Conference playoffs because if you look at the 10 teams right now that are in the playoff mix and if I had to guess these are the 10 teams that will remain in that mix I don't picture Utah taking a big step forward Houston mm-hmm. I think is kind of regressed to who they are which is a team with some potential but they're not there yet with the possible exception of Denver just because you you know what they've done they're the defending champions I feel like all this is going to be so matchup dependent. And to some degree, which team is better right now may not determine what would happen in a series. Like if the Lakers ended up getting the seven seed against what is right now the Thunder, the Thunder have been a much better team than the Lakers all season. Shea Gilgis. Lakers out, beat them, though. The Lakers have, <laughs> I know. The Lakers have beaten them. Right. And the Lakers have size that I think will be difficult for Oklahoma City to deal with, particularly if you can get Chet into foul trouble. Yeah, They basically have none. The Thunder, I think, are better equipped to beat more teams this year than the Lakers. And Shea, even apologies to Anthony Davis, Shea is having a better season than anybody on the Lakers. Mm -hmm. But it would not shock me at all if the Lakers took out the Thunder. The only team that would shock me if they beat them, and let me start on the other side, I would not be shocked if anybody beat them, right? There, there's not one team in the web, not Golden State, not, not there's none of the other contenders, you know, the top 10 teams that get into some sort of postseason play. The Lakers losing to any of the other nine would not be a surprise to me. The team that I would, it also of the remaining nine, there's eight that would be like, yeah, they can beat those guys. The only one that I look at and go, no, nah, it's not going to happen, is Denver. De- Denver's the one team that if they beat Denver four times in seven games, I would be genuinely surprised to see it. But And that's where they are. And like that's what you're talking about with this matchup-dependent thing that you, that you mentioned. This goes back to last season where I know that everybody was very excited, and rightfully so, about the Lakers getting the Western Conference Finals. It was a great achievement. They, they got hot at exactly the right time, and they started to play better. Russell Westbrook left. We all know what happened last year. 
But the path to get there was exactly the right path for them. They caught Minnesota in a play-in game that was missing one of its best players in Rudy Gobert. They caught Memphis, who was banged up and not quite ready for that at that point. They got a good matchup against Golden State, who they're just a lot bigger than, and they were able to kind of muscle their way through that series. And then they played the team in the, the conference finals that had it broken even slightly differently. They draw in the first round and they get bounced out and we're talking about it totally differently. Yeah, I mean, to some degree, yes. I, I think they played well enough after the All-Star break that you could look at it and say this is legitimate. Like okay. Regardless of what they did in the playoffs, because you could say if they had had this team all year, they're not likely the eighth seed to begin with. So maybe they end up facing Denver Anyway, if this had been the team that they like, I don't think you should be that reductive about it where it's just like, okay, well, they got bounced by Denver. This doesn't mean anything because honestly, it would be kind of surprising right now if any team beat Denver in a series like right now. Like, is there any even the Clippers? I need to see Denver lose. Yeah. I mean, Denver was so dominant last year in the playoffs. They were so decisively better than everybody else. I need to see it. Like, I, I need to actually see it. Maybe some teams would be, I don't know, the Clippers maybe would be less relatively shocking than the Lakers just because the Clippers are playing so well right now. But Denver's going to be favored against any team they play against in the playoffs, and rightly. So the Lakers are 30-26. and 26, And understand the, with what I'm about to say, I'm not saying that the goal was to be slightly better than 500 at 56 games into the season. But was this the goal? <laughs> that what was the goal? Get in, ideally, be one of the top six teams, so you can at least avoid the potential catastrophe of not getting in at all. But just get in there and take a shot. That with Anthony Davis and LeBron James and a supporting cast that, when healthy and when properly deployed, is effective. That this was the goal: not to have home court, not to get to the top seed. Just be one of the top six teams. Be healthy when it matters, and let. Let's see what that looks like. Was that the jump off to start the season? No. I think the jump off to start the season was try, if possible, to be a top four seed. I mean, this is a team coming off the Western Conference Finals appearance. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe they weren't going to bust their asses to get the number one seed because that's not practical to do with LeBron at this stage of his career or even whatever concerns you have about AD. But I think, I think getting in the top six was like the baseline minimum of their goals. I think the goal shifted. Once things got off to Is such a rocky start, yeah. Oh, th- I think that's definitely the goal now. I mean, they've they've talked about trying to get to the six and staying out of the play-in. I think that was the low end of the goals heading into the season. It's now the high end of the goals. They, they, it, it's something changed, and I don't know if it's just that they started using a, a more consistent rotation. Whether it's they just got healthier and they were able to play a more consistent rotation, but this seems like the best version of this team we've seen all season long. And it took them fifty games to get there. I think, I think if when people go back and do the TikTok of this season and the look back. I think Jared Vanderbilt's injury to start the season threw so many different mm. things out of whack. And there were other elements that that hurt the season. I think Rui being both misused by Darvin and being in and out of the lineup didn't help. Austin Reeves getting off to such a horrific start, I think, threw a lot of expectations out of whack. But I think Vanderbilt was the beginning of doing different things that were not expected heading into the season beyond just... He's one of the few guys on the team who can do the things that he does. 
All right, we he's got, hard to replicate. We got Ask Andy coming up in about 15 minutes from right now. Go ahead and send those in to me, to Emily, to Jorge, at Travis Rogers, at Emily Hebel, at Jabcam LA. Ask Andy in 15 minutes. Send us a reel. Say that again. <laughs> said, send us a reel. I, how do I get that? You're going to have to figure it out. You may be able to figure it out on your own. Are you going to have to get I, – I, I will show you what I did. You tell me where it went wrong. We'll try to figure that out. I, I think I did a good job, both in the preparation and in the disbursement of the information. It's you get perfect. a like. I'm, please. I, I got it. Did I get one? That's good enough. That's you get what, a like from me. I, if <laughs> I could emphasize this message, that's what I got. <laughs> we'll do that. Plus, the Rams – and the Clippers have something in common. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Rotolo, 13 years in a row, dealer of the year. 13 years in a row. Think about that. Think about winning a championship 13 years in a row, an MVP 13 years in a row. That never happens. It just happened at Rotolo Chevrolet. Dealer of the year, 13 years in a row. And they've just executed the same game plan every single time. Have the right Silverados, the right Chevy cars and trucks at the right price, and then knock them dead with customer service. That's what Mike Capozio's mission is, and that's what they execute every single day at Rotolo Chevrolet to make you feel good about your purchase from Rotolo. It's transparent. It's courteous. It's upfront. You know what's going on when you walk onto the lot. When's the last time you could say that? And that's what they do at Rotolo Chevrolet. From Mike Capozio at the top, all the way down to when you walk on there, you're going to absolutely love it. So if you've been looking for that new Chevy Silverado, get on out to Rotolo Chevrolet. 210 Freeway, Sierra Avenue exit in Fontana. You can't miss it. It's the place that's got all the Silverados. And, of course, you can go online at RotoloChevy.com. That's R-O-T-O-L-O, RotoloChevy.com, and tell them that Travis sent you. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Well, that's a, that's a callback. A little twisted sister? <laughs> no, but it was a morning show thing with the, when the K-Bros came on. What, what was it? Yeah. I don't even remember what started. Oh, this is what, I, I think Keyshawn was like, Key and this Raj. Is what, Keyshawn was like, this is what you must listen to, white guy. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs>
Keyshawn thought that the only music that I was fully aware of was Metallica. So that, and by wrong? the way, I do know Metallica probably <laughs> well, more than I know well, a lot of the other things. So he wasn't super wrong. What, what Keyshawn was not aware of was you don't know any music, black, white <laughs> music is none of my business. <laughs> yeah, nothing. You don't know music of any kind. No, but I don't stereotypical. I, I know what I like, and I know, I, I know. Yeah, it just. Eh. I'm this good. song reminds me of the SpongeBob SquarePants movie because they do "I'm a Goofy Goober." Yeah, <laughs> is yeah. that okay? I I didn't know what that's from. Yeah. I've heard that before. I didn't know it's from the SpongeBob movie. It, yeah, because they are Goofy Goobers. I think is the like uh, restaurant that they go to and they get like drunk off of Sundays. It's great. So I have a question for you. Um, yeah. When I open Instagram and I want to post a picture, don't <laughs> I, don't I hit the little plus thing at the bottom? So here's what you can do. I'm going to pull up my Instagram right now. So you're going to go to your Instagram. All right, hold on. Uh, you get okay. that open. Yeah. And then you, you can swipe. Hold on. It's it's playing a video. I don't know yeah, why it's playing Yeah, because you're that. probably on your reel is playing. Okay, so what so do I hit home? Left. Okay, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm swipe left. Yeah. Okay, create. You, so you go to the bottom and it says, you see story oh, post. Oh, okay. I did, post, okay. Okay. And then you click whatever photo you want to put to that. Okay. And then you go next, and then it should never ask you for music. So why can't I just hit the plus thing? Okay, you can go to hit the plus, but it'll have other options for you. So right. I'm going to this right now. And it now. says next. Uh, it's, I don't know, getting the same stuff. but you don't, so. It goes directly to real at that point. So oh, yeah, with the plus. Let me see your phone, because on mine, <laughs> it goes directly to post, and okay, then I can me. go to story and real if I wanted to. I got the, I, I have the Instagram deluxe, apparently. You don't have Insta- Instagram deluxe. You may just be, live on reels or whatever. <laughs> hey, I'm going to have to see your phone tr- at tr- point. Trust me when I tell you, I don't live on any of this stuff. <laughs> um, okay. Also, just <laughs> speaking, speaking of this, because I was like going back to like my screenshotted. In- <laughs> Instagram plus. It's $5.99 a month. You guys don't know about it yet like, i'm part of the beta testing oh group gosh. nobody knows about it but when i opened up my like you know the, the screenshots that i have i screenshotted this yesterday one of my friends from college her name's bridget bridget sweeney is gonna be on family feud she posted her and her family are gonna be on family feud like she was with like steve harvey in the green room for family feud so the sweeney's they're all they all gingers they all have red hair if you see the sweeney's pop up they're all in green that's my friend bridget okay I was like, that's the coolest thing ever, that Bridget's going to be on uh, Family Feud. Since we're talking uh, game shows, this is my go-to game show story. Um, my brother-in-law, Bill, was on Pressure Luck back in the 80s, and he lost on the following question. No one has been able to answer it correctly when I've thrown it out there since then. The Colonel's KFC original recipe has how many herbs and spices? Is it 19? No. 11. 11. He guessed nine, and he was out, and he got whammied. Speaking of uh, people on old game shows, you can find it on YouTube. Chris McGee. He won a car. Yes. Geeter <laughs> was on The Price is Right. Yeah. Every bit Geeter personality that you would imagine, and he won this car, charmed Bob Barker along the way. It was fantastic. Not a surprise. Oh, yeah. Not a surprise that he char- uh, charmed Bob Barker. I also had a friend of mine that was on like a high school Jeopardy back, oh. uh, and when I was in high school, I was in high school with her, and she was on High School Jeopardy. I was so excited. Um, a, a couple weekends ago, I was down in Balboa with my daughter. We were visiting my parents, who do a timeshare every year down there, just because they want to get out of the cold in St. Louis. And we were watching Jeopardy. I got the final Jeopardy correct that the reigning champion who was sitting on at least six figures Ooh. worth of winning did not. 
It was it was about theater and plays, so it was a Ooh. little bit in my wheelhouse. Nabokov. <laughs> what was the question? Do you remember? It was something about uh, the answer was the Tempest, Chekhov's uh, Shakespeare's gun. play. But it was it's so- the titular role. <laughs> You're the Tempest. But it, okay, it was it was something about I don't remember how it was phrased, but it was something about like this is the plot of this play involving like a storm at sea, and I, I was like. That sounds like the Tempest. I think it's the Tempest. Well, isn't a Tempest a storm at sea? Yes. I feel like they gave you the answer. I, I don't know. It may not be phrased exactly that way. Yeah. I've always wanted to go on that show, but I have a. There's a couple of lanes that I, I do pretty well when I watch it, but there are a couple of I'm dead in the water before it even starts. Theater, mm-hmm. Shakespeare, the Bible, and opera, <laughs> and those always pop up. And I, I got no shot at any of those. But everything else, I feel like I got a fighting chance. But I'm afraid if I ever tried to do it, I'd get nothing but those, and I'd be the dumb guy who never even hit his plunger for the entire day. Yeah, it was funny. My my daughter, I don't know if she's ever watched Jeopardy before or if she may, has but hadn't been paying attention. But apparently this was the first time that she realized you could go negative. Like, you actually have a negative balance. Oh, yeah. Because there was a guy, he ended up winning the whole thing, but he started out doing terribly. And every time he got something wrong, and like, he, his first thing was wrong. So he started out in the negative. Every time she's like, huh. <laughs> she, had, she had no idea. There, like, does I, he have to pay? Does yeah, he have I think to she give was worried Ken that, Jennings money at yes, the end of the day? She was worried. He would owe like six grand at the end of his Jeopardy um, There was a Celebrity Jeopardy clip that my friend sent me yesterday on TikTok or whatever, but it's um, Emily Hampshire who was in Schitt's Creek. And uh, she... So she was she was like ne- negative twenty two thousand because she kept on hitting the plunger and she had no idea and it was so funny to see her and also she spelled Emily like e all lowercase except for the y it was in cap it was capitalized and I was like what are you doing here Emily but what is love she, her e. she's e. Cummings <laughs> exactly <laughs> like mix in some punctuation lady uh, but yeah she did not win and also the reason I said uh, the Tempest the titular role it's from Lady Bird and yes. so one of the girls in Lady Bird is like oh you're cast in the Tempest and she's like what's my role she's like you're the Tempest it's the the titular role. Like, There's no Tempest in Tempest. Anyway, celebrity Jeopardy, celebrity Jeopardy is too easy. There needs to be a there needs to be something between regular Jeopardy and Celebrity Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. There needs to be like JV Jeopardy. Well, you know maybe who, high school Jeopardy. Maybe. You, you know who crushed it on Celebrity Jeopardy? Our guy Luke Perry. Oh, was he, he good? He went on in the R.I.P. 90s and killed it. He was um, a smart guy. Also, yeah. Emma Stone really wants to be- get on the regular Jeopardy because she she's a big Jeopardy head. She watches it every night, and she's very smart. And she, but she's like, I don't want to like just get to the Celebrity Jeopardy and win because it feels to her like it's a little less than. She wants to go on the real Jeopardy and win real Jeopardy. The guy from the League, I forget his name. He's an actor. He's a filmmaker. Um, that he always wins Celebrity Jeopardy. I'm blanking on his name right now. I should have looked it up before I brought it up. But he's he's the one that just cleans everyone's clock. He should get booted up to regular Jeopardy along with uh, Emma Stone. There. There, there needs to be a middle ground. Mark Duplass? Yeah, Mark, Mark Duplass. Duplass yeah. He's it. really smart. Yeah, Duplass he's brothers very... were also great uh, filmmakers, by the way. I love them. Yeah, th- he makes great movies, and he's even better at Jeopardy, but he needs to go on to the, uh, the regular one. Ask Andy is coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The 
playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Rest easy, everyone. Emily gave me a quick uh, Instagram tutorial during the break. We seemed to uh, she got, got to a, the bottom of she it. She got a good look at my Instagram plus that she uh, had never seen before. So <laughs> also just the size of the font in your phone. Is it, is it a little big? It's a little big. Yeah, well, hey, what are you going to do? I need to be able to see it. <laughs> hey, why do you have the you golden icon for Instagram? We, we don't. <laughs> why do you have the golden icon? Don't, don't wait. Look, they, they give that to a very select uh, few. Okay. It's like the old blue check mark. You got to get the golden <laughs> eye. Right? Remember when that was like a thing? And now it's like, yeah, if you, if you have one, it's like, oh, that's kind of weird. The oh the blue check mark yeah the authentication it it means you are either a really big fan of everything that comes with Elon Musk or you're somebody who just wants to be able to post like a thousand words <laughs> or or videos edit. there's yeah. certain videos check the hullabaloo authenticator spot <laughs> <laughs> see I, I know I know you guys are looking at me like I've lost my mind I got to get them in with AK today these are all stupid Simpsons things that I know I have a captive audience on Emily you go first I accidentally closed my Twitter window all right fantastic all right so this is from Captain Whittier and I'm asking this because I am in a big survivor binge right now and I'm watching through winners at war it's one of the best seasons of television of all time let's go so just so you know I'm already lost it's I have fine. no idea what it's you're fine. talking about so if you had to go on survivor Pick three people from the station that you're taking and three people that you're definitely not taking. Okay, so here's what you got to consider. Someone with good social skills, someone with good, uh, that is a is um, athletic, and someone that will help, like, be, work with you, that would be a good ally for you. And people that are, are not allies for you, which is people you don't want to take. Okay, and there's a certain amount of survivalist skills involved? Yeah, you have, well, not time. Trapping and skinning. <laughs> you don't have to trap and skin, but you do have to fish. <laughs> And you have to make fish, and you have to kind of build shelter. So that's the main thing. So, so you got to uh, be able to live off the land to some degree. Yes, exactly. They have rice for you and stuff. But so three people you will take, three people you will leave out. Okay, three people that I would take. Um, I mean, this is a tough question because my honest answer is none of you. <laughs> like, there's nobody answer. that really. Good sounds, there's really nobody that sounds all that appealing. I'm trying to think if there's anybody here that I would feel. C- Maybe Jorge, Jorge th- yeah. if you had to figure Jorge, out a way okay. to make it happen. Jorge, Jorge, Jorge was on my list yeah. because he's a guy that can fix mm-hmm. a lot of things. Yes. And like, and see, you would be good in challenges. I think you'd be a right. solid He's uh, He's athlete. athletic. He can fix a lot of different things. For 200 bucks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Six packs. If he, if he gets to bring his guys with him. <laughs> right, he's got a guy. Um, Clinton popped to mind. Yes. Clinton, I, I think, would yes. be very good in this setting. He's good at dealing with other people directly if you're if you are on team clinton and if t- clinton is on team you and i think think for me i'd like to think it's not both things are me. true <laughs> well it's too late now i committed to clinton uh clinton is my number two you know what? i'm gonna go number three alan 
Okay. Yeah. Because I think I Alan must have so many secret skills that he doesn't let any of us know about, including, as I've speculated, he was athlete of the year, professional killer. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Alan is a sneaky good choice. With and this. he's a good vote. Uh, that's what the good thing for Alan is. I think that he would listen to reason. I think he's a good vote well, to have okay. on your side. That's a very diplomatic way Except of putting it. Except for they'd th- ask him to vote for one thing, and he'd hear the question differently and vote for something totally off topic. Hey, LA, help me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a diplomatic way of saying, I think I could get Alan to vote my way. I think I could persuade him. I think he could, too. Uh, so those are solid. Those okay. are definitely solid. And then I know I'm not bringing Mace. Yeah. Mace Sorry, would be Mace. a disaster. I am not bringing Kaplan. Love yeah. Cappy, but Cappy brings nothing to the table <laughs> in this setting. That's what only I'd bring John. Oh, Ireland? Yeah, I don't think I bring John. No, those are not the islands that Ireland <laughs> exactly. uh, hails from. <laughs> yeah, Ireland's a good number three, not bringing him. All right, I found my uh, list again here. This is from Moy, and he writes, uh, Joe Exotic reaches out to you for a cameo in Commander and Chimp. Yes or no? No. This is a serious film. <laughs> but, okay, but I'm that's not gonna numbers. make a mockery of- But he has familiarity with working with animals- tickets. I, no, okay. I don't need. To, I don't need to do stunt casting, Emily, in order to make this film work. Commander and Chimp sells itself. <laughs> like the premise is enough. I don't need. There are other Joe Joe exotics out there. If I need an animal expert, I'll bring somebody in. Thank you. <laughs> he might not be available either. Is he still inside? I'm not sure. Yes, he actually was like trying to advocate for himself to get pardoned. He's so still he, in yeah, he's to in. get pardoned. Or get out of jail. I don't know what it is. I think he he (laughs) was writing to the president to get pardoned. Oh, I I do remember that. Jorge. All right, from 805 Raider. Yo, Andy, if if you were in charge of casting a movie about 710, who would play everyone at the station? Oh, my... Let's just next time send me something a little tougher with more options to come up with off the top of my head. <laughs> You're t- how about, how about cast everybody before. who's ever been a part of Seven? E- everyone you've ever met who <laughs> would play that the show in a movie. Come on, I, think two, I think two years ago we did do a full casting and they had a whole graphic about it. Yeah, this Ireland was- had me as Kevin James, which I was okay with. Like I was also Amy Schumer, which I'm not super okay with. At this because point. you don't like Amy Schumer particularly. Uh, I think in recent weeks we've yeah I'm. She's got a large presence. I don't know if I want Amy, Amy Schumer to be represented as me. This reminds me a lot of, this is like the inverse of a question. I remember years ago, my dad was trying to think of a movie. He couldn't remember it, and he went to me because he knows I know this stuff. He's like, I, it's a movie. Dustin Hoffman's not in it. <laughs> okay, narrowed it down. Okay, I'm like, so you've narrowed it down to like 45, well, 40 movies off the board. Like you've narrowed it down to like 45,000 movies. Thank you. Like that was the only thing you could think of. Dustin Hoffman's not in it. Because you're like, dang it, I was going to say The Graduate. That's, that, that gives that's, me nothing. That is so good. Yeah, that know. is so amazing because that is exactly, I, I don't know how old your dad is. I'm guessing maybe 70, 80, something Some, like that. He's late 70s. Okay, late <laughs> That is the exact way somebody in their late 70s asks questions. They, they give you the thing that is the least helpful, but it's actually somewhat winnows the topic, but not in any meaningful way. That's, Terminator. that's terrific. One <laughs> yeah. more quick one here. Uh, for Commander and Chimp, will you pay homage to The Simpsons or Planet of the Apes by making a reference? Hashtag Ask Andy. Uh, definitely not The Simpsons, because that would feel forced. Okay. Like, there's no reason to do it. If there's a Statue of Liberty out there? If there's a clever way to pay a certain amount of homage to Planet of the Apes, but again, it's got to be organic because at least for the time being, 
until that franchise eventually reaches out to me. These are unconnected franchises. They live in different universes. Right, right. They're not part of the same IP. But is 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 Commander and Chimp set in the uni- set in the real world? It's not set in an alternate reality. Oh no, this is the, this is. So if there were a reference to the Simpsons, it would not be out of left field. But it, but it could feel forced. Okay, like it it needs to feel organic. Like this is. Not only set in the real world, in today's politics, it actually feels too realistic. <laughs> it's too on the nose. Like it, do, it does not feel impossible that in today's politics, a monkey, a chimp could get elected president. That's what you get when you don't hail to the chimp. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shohei Otani is putting on those leadership pants, and it's going pretty well so far. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Is your vehicle due for service? Is it ready for general maintenance? Were you driving around the last couple of days in the rain and you couldn't see out your windshield and you need to get those windshield wipers replaced? Head on into your neighborhood Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change, and get rid of that sound for good. Because for over 30 years, Valvoline has provided quick and convenient automotive maintenance services for busy people just like you and me. You don't even have to get out of your car at Valvoline. You stay in your car, nice and safe, nice and relaxed, while the expert technicians make sure that your ride is at its absolute best. Oil changes, tire rotations, transmission care, and more. Just pull up, drive in, and drive out in about 15 minutes. My daughter actually knocked out her wipers and Valvoline instant oil change when she was in the rain the other day. I'm like, just go get it done. It's easy. You're in, you're out. You sit in the car the whole time. Bang. Done. Over 80 locations ready to help you get your ride ready for the road in no time at all. So visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and game-winning coupons off of your next Valvoline instant oil change.